Welcome to Fixed Body Group's podcast. On our show, we speak about our lifestyle-based approach for permanent change. My name is Dr. Sean Robeck. Each week, we'll be helping you with better daily habits that will improve your health for a lifetime. We believe you must be proactive when it comes to taking care of yourself and others around you. Our current healthcare system is broken, and we help you navigate your journey to health independence. Today, we have Dr. Cucarola on with us. He is a clinic director at Rejuvenate Medical Group and my business partner. We decided to talk about platelet-rich plasma today, also known as PRP. Uh, there is some confusion wrapped around, should I do PRP or stem cells? So we get into that today so we can clear up any confusion that you may have. Welcome to the show, Patrick. Thanks for being on and taking this next half hour to talk about this. I think it's important for people to understand uh, these tools and how they can help them and when to actually use them for a few reasons. We don't want to waste time and money and we got to make sure we're sticking the right, right medicine in our joints and our tissues to make sure that we heal both uh, effectively and efficiently. So let's start with PRP, the most basic sense. What actually is PRP? Yeah, that's kind of our big purpose is educating the public on all of this, making sure that everyone knows the tools that are actually out there to help them. And PRP is one of them. It's been around for quite a long time, and a lot of athletes have used them. But basically, PRP stands for platelet-rich plasma. Plasma is that liquid portion of your whole blood. Basically, there's a lot of platelets, which helps with healing uh, blood clots. And, you know, when you have a cut, all those platelets go in to actually start that healing process. What they have done is taken this platelet-rich plasma from the blood. So it's a simple procedure. It's like a regular blood withdrawal. You take 12 milliliters out like you normally do for a, just any kind of blood withdrawal lab. And then we spin it out in a centrifuge for a few minutes. And what that does is separate that platelet-rich plasma, the high, high, high platelet-rich, and then from the red blood cells. And then you're just going to take that plasma and extract it from that tube. And then you can use that concentrated uh, form for musculoskeletal injuries, joints, and even aesthetics to actually induce a more concentrated, isolated healing uh, process in your body. So much so that when you centrifuge it, people call it liquid gold. Am I correct? <laughs> that is correct. That's what it looks like. You come out with this big vial of blood that just you know looks like blood. And when it comes out of that centrifuge, you can actually see how much separates from it. It's basically split half and half. And you have these dark red on the bottom and then you have this gold colored uh, plasma a little murky and they call it liquid gold and they're using it for anything and everything right um so much so they're using it on um people's faces and uh, doing what's called vampire facials and we've actually just recently started doing that in our office and seen some amazing results uh can you talk about that and that procedure yeah so i mean well it all started with figuring out that this platelet-rich plasma has such healing powers, but if we can use it inside the body, inside these muscles, these tendons, these joints, of course, the world tried to figure out how we could also use it for aesthetics and making us more beautiful and anti-aging. So basically, you can take this uh, platelet-rich plasma and you can either do small injections into the skin or you can actually rub it over your face like a lotion and your body is going to absorb that. And there's other procedures. You can use microneedling to make sure it penetrates into the skin as well. But what they saw was that there was a thinning of wrinkles. The skin was a little bit more elastic, flexible because of the collagen, and colorations were kind of getting removed. Acne scarring was going away, and you were looking more youthful. 
And of course, we're like, yeah, let's take that. Let's take that. Everyone wants to look a little younger and look a little bit more beautiful. And so, and it's the body's natural healing process. So why not take advantage of that? So if it can fix the inside, it can help the outside. Hair restoration as well, right? Yeah. And once again, you just take it. So it's the anti-aging. If you're kind of thinning on top or getting a little bit more gray in certain spots, you can use the same process and your restoring and basically just starting to heal those areas and so with that they saw a little bit more hair growth some of that grain or thinning hair maybe looks a little bit darker like it used to be and maybe just a little bit more thicker so we're seeing with that patients already just last night we had a person who was just doing their second procedure it's only been a month and she's already blown away with uh, what she has seen um, just in one month and she's doing a three-month procedure I love the avenues that we're going down with this and how it's helping people, but let's get back. Let's get back into um, how it can help our joints and musculoskeletal injury and, and it's appropriate use. You know, a lot, some, some of my patients I've had PRP a number of times, actually just recently had PRP last Friday uh, and a few of my fingers as well as my shoulder. And uh, the, uh, some people say, I had it done and it was so painful. It was one of the most painful things I've experienced. And I have not experienced any pain receiving the procedure. And I think we figured out why that is. Uh, and Eric, our nurse practitioner, shared with me that if the red blood cells kind of seep into that PRP and then you inject that into a tendon, muscle, you'll have a pretty bad response, which is typically intense burning. Yeah. Could you, could you uh, I mean, that? when they first doing it, they were just using that red blood cell tube and it was separating. And so it was just like you having a cup and two different liquids kind of separating the top. You take a needle and you're trying to extract that top portion, but you might get some mixture from the bottom. Right. So we use a process that uses a specific, uh, I guess, a specific solution that basically just creates a barrier. It looks like a wax barrier. So there's none of that red blood cells getting into the injection. So, so far we haven't had one person complain of any type of that burning pain or excruciating pain because I've had a lot of patients that have gone elsewhere have noticed that. So that's one thing that we are trying to do to make the procedure just seamless for our patients, make sure people feel very comfortable and it's a simple needle prick and you're good to go. Yeah. I have, never once experienced pain, um, from a PRP injection. Uh, so for any listeners out there that, um, have experienced that understand that their procedure, uh, may, um, be incorporating some red blood cells, which is creating that, that painful sensation for you. So, uh, if you're looking for information on how you can avoid that experience, please reach out to us. We'll make sure that you get that information before the end of this podcast. Uh, but let's talk about how, um, when should, when should someone use PRP? And I, th I think a lot of people say, well, should I just do stem cells? How do you guide your, your patient, um, into either using PRP for musculoskeletal injury or discussing stem cells with them? I like to explain it. Um, you're using your body's own healing power. So age and health do come into a factor. If you're a youthful, very healthy, eat clean, 24 year old athlete, PRP is a very good option for you. Now, if you've been aged, you haven't taken care of yourself, you know, maybe a heavy drinker for a while, your body is not as 
a powerful of a tool as it used to be. So you can, there's no problem doing PRP, but you have to understand that you might not have the same effects. And so that's where the more, I guess, significant stem cells with regenerative medicine comes into play. I like to tell people PRP is like baby stem cell injection. The stem cells with all the other regenerative medicine properties, these things called growth factors and cytokines, is like tenfold compared to PRP. That's But you also got to look at the price. And so a lot of people might even do both of them. Um, I personally have been doing PRP and having great results with my knee, but I also can be very proud to say that I eat healthy and try to take care of myself and exercise. Um, but I also know that there, I've had stem cell injection in my knee and had great results with that too. Um, it really comes down to a numbers game. There's things called cytokines and growth factors and exosomes. Basically, those are your body's healing factors. There's one, one cytokine is called scaffolding. That kind of builds the foundation, kind of like laying down the brick and mortar of our joint, collagen, the glue, fibronectin. Then you have growth factors. Those are like building up the walls, the actual structure of your joint. So including, you know, the plumbing, the electricity, those are what's called angiogenesis and neurogenesis, the circulation of blood and nerves through your body. Then you also have the overall homeostatic cytokines. Those are the supervisors. They're kind of directing and controlling traffic and making sure everything is going to plan as well as kind of cleaning up the damaged cells or if there's any kind of uh, infected cells. That's the cleanup crew of that joint. So when you combine all those, you're going to hopefully see some big results. But if you have a small contractor, I guess construction team, you can expect certain results. Now, if you go with regenerative medicine and stem cells, you can expect this is a whole new operation. You're talking tons of those guys going in. So it really comes down to the amount of damage, how long it's been going on, and age and health play a factor when you're choosing which to do. Or you can have the best of both worlds and you can do both. You're using your body's own healing powers as well as introducing what's called an allograft that's coming from a donated uh, a donated person issue and you're combining both those powers to get the best result okay lots of big words there um so there is and, and uh, slow down <laughs> it was great obviously but uh, you know as far as to break it down you're we're trying to build a new building it's either we were, you're either kind of remodeling a house that you like or you're saying screw it I'm going to knock this thing down and build a whole new thing. Uh, and you're going to make a choice based on your age, your health, um, your, uh, how much money you want to invest in it. And, uh, and, uh, ultimately that comes down to both the, the clinician, um, understanding the patient's needs and wants and healthcare goals. And then the patient, uh, ultimately making that final decision on, on what would be the best approach for them. Would you agree? Yeah, I would definitely agree. Basically you have, a certain amount of healing power and then you have a greater amount of healing power and you as the patient as well as the clinician are going to make the best choice for you in that time. Got it. The, um, so let's talk, there are a lot of different joints in our bodies. Um, and I, um, we get uh, such amazing results with knees, shoulders. I mean, for myself, the reason why I'm bringing regenerative medicine to Arizona to our Scottsdale clinic is because of the amazing result I got from my shoulder from uh, using stem cells, 25 years of chronic pain and having 50% mobility into having no pain and basically full range of motion. 
it would be seriously irresponsible of me to not to share this with as many people as possible. Uh, it's a remarkable procedure. Um, and it's our, it's our duty to make sure people understand what it is so they can make a decision if it's right for themselves. But that being said, um, let's talk about different joints in the body and, and what procedure would you, you would use, um, let's say for a knee compared to, let's say your neck. Okay. Well, there's, um, I guess that's a multifaceted question. When it comes to the knee or the neck, there's different healing powers in these injections. And one happens to be a weight-bearing joint. So that's the knee. So when you're putting that much weight through the body, you might want to have a little bit more cushion to it. So there's substances called hyaluronic acid in these um, in these procedures that kind of lubricate that joint so that you're not compressing down on it so your body's allowed to go to heal. Now, with the neck, you have the weight of your head, of course, and gravity, but there's a substantial less amount going through there. And so we can use some other substances and maybe a little bit less of that hyaluronic acid and use more of the scaffolding proteins, what we talked about a little bit earlier, basically building up that structure um, to have the best results. And so that's where we get to really be specific with our patients and do what's best for them. You sometimes can use all of it. It really comes down to having a correct exam, going through the procedures and making that best way for our patients. The, uh, I think as, as we're talking and I think what's important for listeners is that, um, to do both is probably optimal and ideal. Uh, in an ideal world, yes, everyone would just get the plethora of everything into their joints and muscles for best healing. So walk me through that. Uh, we have a number of knee patients that are in our, uh, that go through rejuvenate medical group for regenerative medicine. Uh, let's talk about a case, uh, uh, an example of, um, of somebody that has a, maybe a 55 year old male with an arthritic knee that's going to receive these procedures. What does it look like? Let's say he does a whole gamut PRP and, and stem. Okay. Yeah. So, well, this is easy. Just, uh, just a few weeks ago, we had a new patient come in with pretty degenerative, uh, knee pain. She came in limping, um, her, niece and nephew actually brought her in and we opted to, we talked through all the science and what they want to do and what they, what their true goal was. And what they did was they started doing PRP. So we kind of used that PRP, our own body's healing to stimulate the healing process from our own, I guess, healing powers. And we did two injections of that. PRP started her on some exercise and a little bit. And then we did a second injection kind of priming the body. And then on that third week is when we brought in kind of our big guns. That's when we brought in those stem cells and regenerative medicine. And that's when she really kicked in with the rehab and using some other uh, modalities like laser, as well as the offloading knee brace to allow that healing to really go to action. And then a month after that, um, that regenerative medicine stem cell injection, we used PRP again, kind of like a booster. So we really hit the ground running. And then as it started to possibly taper off or plateau, we just gave it a little bit more kick in the butt to keep things going. And we're very happy to say that uh, she's seeing great results. Every time she walks through the office to come in for rehab, she's uh, has a little giddy up in her step and that limp has been greatly reduced. And her family is almost more grateful because they have got to see her in their everyday life. Uh, experience these changes from what we have at Rejuvenate. Um, I'm glad you mentioned rehab. Uh, 
we're not a clinic that injects and kicks people out and hopes for the best. There's a process after um, our procedures uh, and it, it it's about working with a team and making sure that people know that after the injection, there's some homework and there's work that we're going to do with you to make sure that you're strong, stable, and that um, you're not going to re injure this region. So this is a correction for life and not just a short-term win. So what does rehab look like for a patient that goes through stem cells, stem cell therapy? Yeah. I like to use the analogy of we're providing some miracle grow and uh, kind of planting some water with, uh, with your soil. So that is your body, your environment. And what, and there's also some seeds involved, but if your soil is poor, you know, you're not eating well, you're not, you don't have the strength behind it. We can only do so much. So that's why we run it through rehab using la uh, laser on top of what we've already done to make sure our patients get the best results. So before the injections start, we're already going through a functional exam, looking where the patients are at, looking for muscular weaknesses. And as we do these procedures, they're coming back in and they might be doing some laser to continue to stimulate that healing as well as doing this rehab, this very specific corrective exercises for the joints to build stability and strength around it. Because if we just fix the structure, but it's still on unstable ground because of the weaknesses over the years or whatever damage happened over the years that caused you to come walk into the office, we're doing you an injustice and that's not fair to you. So that's why we put this whole program together. So it's not just an injected run. You are getting educated. You are getting a full program to ensure your best results. And what's important also um, for us uh, is that we want 100% success. We're not okay with a case going or failing or somebody not getting the results they're looking for, which is why we don't take every case. We have to make sure that the person's healthy enough to receive these procedures. If they're not, we make sure that they go through our wellness program, whether it be for three months or six months before we even consider doing something like this, because we must set our patient up for success. Uh, if somebody comes in and they're 30, 30 pounds overweight, we're not going to simply say, yeah, let's, let's do this and hope it works without helping them lose 30 pounds and getting their internal health where it needs to be to support this medicine and to support this procedure. I believe that's, that's where, what makes uh, us unique. Yes, very much so. Other people would just, you know, take their money and just go about it. But we've had multiple patients inquire about this and we've spoke about regenerative medicine, but we knew what was best for them. And that may have been just restoring their whole systemic health by helping them with nutrition, getting them, better with their fitness, helping out with metabolic syndrome. Because remember when I said we are providing, you know, the water, the miracle grow and the seeds, but if your environment, that soil is crap, we're doing you an injustice. So let's fix everything and then add in um, those other procedures to make sure you get those best results. Awesome, Pat. Um, I love your analogies. I'm going to be using those. So thank you very much. I learned a bit here today. Um, the, uh, how can people find you and consult with you if they have questions? Well, I'm sure you'll put this in the comments below, but it's really easy. Patrick at rejuvenatemedicalgroup.com. Like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, my big goal is to educate as many people about these amazing procedures. So even if you're just interested, have some questions about it, shoot me an email. You can always look us up on rejuvenatemedicalgroup.com and just make sure that you're getting all your answers 
uh, and I guess all your questions answered so that we can better help you. Yeah. I've, and I always suggest that people talk to a few different people. I think that we're so confident in what we do and how we're unique and how special we are within our approach of getting people better. Um, and our success rate that it's important that you see other offices. So, you know, how special what we do is and, and why you're coming to see us. So Pat, thank you so much. Um, thank you for having me again, Sean. I always appreciate your time. Uh, so have a great rest of the day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.